0: It's begun. what's good,
1: Ahmed. Hey, hey. How's it going?
0: All right. So we're here. We're in the Change Yourself, Change the World podcast, and this is episode two. And we got a lot of topics to cover. Probably gonna go all over the place, but they basically all revolve around one thing: is um, changing yourself and or changing the world.
1: And there's, a, I think it's gonna be good. I think we're gonna have a good time right now. Yeah, I think changing the world and changing yourself, like that's like that's like a second thing. You know, first thing you know is to think about the world and um, Mm. you know cultivate like an understanding of of the world.
0: Right. So before we change anything, we have to learn about it.
1: Yeah. Okay, it's getting really hard to do now. You know, with the media and just you know bombarding you with kind of like the same message not giving you the the whole truth you know giving you the opposing viewpoints no.
0: yeah but, but when has the media ever given you the full truth half truth they give us but half truth is even more dangerous than lies because lies you'd be like that's bullshit but half truth you're like yes and no and it, it's really hard to prove something that's half false because they're still going to be kind of right, yeah. <laughs> and they just gotta just put you and, in a weird situation.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've been lying to us. I mean, that, that's the whole thing. A lot of people think that. Oh, the me- some people actually think the media doesn't lie to you.
0: Like <laughs> what? That's insane. Yeah, I like was... some
1: people actually, you know, they they've lied to us so much, and they, you know, they people still just believe the initial story that's given to us. You know, of this. You know multi-billion dollar industry that these you know people that are called journalists but they don't they're not actual journalists they just read off a script and um they don't really actually investigate anything anymore
0: i mean even well i think there's two different things there one is the actual journalist who actually go and research and do the stories and most of those are local journalists doing local stories and then the other stations pick them up and then they broadcast whatever version of that news that they want to. But yeah, man, the people that you see on the news on the daily, those guys are actors just as much as anyone else. And if they don't say what they're being told to say,
1: they'll get fired. No. Yeah. That's it's 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 job. But I mean, it's kind of, like you get paid to lie and those lies end up hurting people and changing the whole world. It's like changing worse thing. It's, it's worse than directly killing people, you know? So some, sometimes, you know, because <laughs> a lot of times because you're killing one person, but with the, by spreading like lies, like not even mistruths, but like total actual lies, it, um, like, cause like a lot of these COVID deaths, for example, like you know, they're all uh, comorbidity, and they're um the numbers are actually like mixed up with influenza, and like you can't trust the numbers anymore. But you know, they're they're reporting him as um, an actual COVID death, even, even though the person died from a car accident or something else. That I don't
0: think that's ever. Maybe that has happened in history before, but I, I'm not really sure if it has before, cause. There's never been such a focus on diseases like this, especially diseases that aren't killing that many people. Like you want to talk about the Spanish flu, the last epidemic, or I think it was 1950 or 1960s as well. But let's talk about the Spanish flu. Like that shit killed people. You didn't need to hear about it or someone need to tell you about it. That shit was affecting tons of people. But it's different now. Like social, well, the whole System has changed technology, the internet has just re- revolutionized everything, and you can spread so much light with te- with technology and the internet, but you can also spread so much bullshit yeah there's no
1: yeah who has control over that bullshit like six major corporations that you know, they control all all, all the I mean, six people they they literally control like all the major news outlets. Mm
0: talking about like the ceos and stuff
1: yeah like uh cbs like there was a there's a graphic on that of like all the major news stations being controlled by just six major uh groups here. right um yeah like uh goddamn. you know at&t controls all these and then at&t
0: controls all those fuckers i hate at&t <laughs> <laughs> Time Warner, CNN, Warner Brothers, CW, TBS, TNT, DC, HBO, Cartoon—that's all AT&T. God. Yeah, man. there's
1: probably more channels too, but uh. And wait, wait, there's... wait.
0: Nat Walt Disney controls National Geographic.
1: Yeah. What? That's insane. I mean, National Geographic is usually—I mean, there's not much lies that they can spread to it, like you know pretty cool
0: yeah, I like it too, but it's just so weird that Walt Disney just has fox <laughs> holy shit Walt Disney controls
1: Fox yeah Comcast is like the poorest out of here they control NBC <laughs> sky and Telemundo
0: hey man don't be hanging on Telemundo bro don't be hanging on telemundo
1: have you ever seen telemundo is it is it yeah. as uh full of b s as the rest of it yes history?
0: Yes, when it comes to the news stations, at least, yes. But Telemundo is one of the most popular broadcasting stations for, well, I'm going to say Latin America. That's a Spanish broadcasting station. That's where all the Spanish speakers go watch their stuff and get all their novelas.
1: Oh, yeah. Je- Jeff was talking about how in Mexico, like, people, everyone's just aware that, um, J- Jeff, uh, from Dollar he was talking about how... Oh, nobody believes in the COVID, you know, everyone's just like, it's, but, um, it's a half and half. Like, I think it's just like here.
0: I don't, I don't think much yeah. different. Some people are afraid because of XYZ. A lot of people who do have all these comorbidity possibilities, those people are afraid.
1: Yeah. Those I mean, pe- it's, it's, it's just people getting, people getting afraid for themselves, like, and they're, they're, you know, putting these rules on other people but it's just like it, when has the government really cared for us ever like people think that oh the government's so nice to us they're trying to help us and save us like right. if you look at it's because people don't know statistics of like anything else like <laughs> like of all epidemiology and, and um uh, but yeah I, I'm i'm really astonished that people even like think that the government actually cares ever like the amount of things that they do to us like uh foreign involvement like stealing you know oil and gold and from other countries and killing millions of people over the years
0: it it could be that people well there's two things people have short-term memory like people don't remember the 2008 financial collapse anymore I think it's like fucking ancient history. When it was just what, 12 years ago? That's yeah. not that long ago. And we're going to go through some other shit pretty soon. Like there's constantly bubbles popping in this economy and it's fucking insane. But people forget that shit and they just go on living their lives trying to survive. And it has to do a lot of, with the survival mentality. How can I worry about all that shit if I can't even stay alive and be good right now? That's where a lot of it is. And the second thing is people don't remember, don't listen to history. They don't fucking learn about it they don't realize that there are good people out there but there are a lot of fucked people out there and those fuck people have a high tendency to get into powers of oh get get into positions of power because for some reason or another we think psychopathic sociopathic people are the ones that should lead us people that demonstrate fuck you i'm the best yeah like the people who are at the top of competition if you're at the top of a competition you're kind of sociopathic because you don't care about making them lose or destroying them it's all about you winning so people yeah people just fucking forget man people don't learn and people forget and people just fucking ignore reality and just live in their own little bubble that's what it is man it's infuriating I get it. It, it, it it's messed up and
1: but i mean people can be allowed to believe whatever they want but i mean it's it's so it's so nice that the founding fathers they made like two simple rules (sighs) one you can think and say whatever you want and two you can protect yourself (laughs) it's so simple like but you know they just gradually chip away at that like like the the deep state they're just they can't fight against that. Like the founding fathers, whatever they do, you know, the Bill of Rights that they built the constitution, it's like, a, it's like a massive, like, it's just a massive, uh, like the amount of energy that they put to chip away at our freedoms, you know, like, you know, I'm really grateful for the constitution and you know, it's, uh, without it, I mean, look at the other countries like North Korea and some of the communist countries like China, China's done for, people have no freedom there, you know, like, <laughs> Man, I saw a really, really sad video the other day, like the people in Hong Kong protesting and just like they're just you know I just hope like they're just they're just crying you know like I, I just hope I can keep protesting you know one day you know for the next 20 years <laughs> I was like, what the heck like
0: for the next man. 20 years protesting that sounds that's, that still sounds bad to me that the freedom to do it is good, but the need to do it is is what I think is bad um when it comes to those, I mean, other countries have constitutions too. So you're just saying a constitution that, that focuses on freedom.
1: Yeah. like the, the I'm not sure if the bill of rights is another constitution. I'm not too familiar with the other countries and how, right. what Maybe. kind of a bill, if they have a bill of rights. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like pretty, it's pretty basic. Like, you know, I could first, you know, first you, you can say and think whatever you want and you can think racist, but just don't be racist, you know? <laughs> Just don't go. You know, you can think whatever you want. You can you can believe the government. You can, um, not believe the government. Whatever you want. Just you know, um, don't hurt the people. You know, it, unless yes. they're hurting you.
0: It's not your words; it's your actions.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that. I think it's like the whole COVID thing, though. It's based on that time. So you know, do they think they're the uh, you know Karens think that they're uh, defending themselves but asymptomatic is like completely it's a 99% survivable you know more than 99% survivable yeah if you look at the numbers right 99.98 i think they, it was the
0: even among the scientists there's confusing language they use like even amongst each other like they use their own kind of lingo to not essentially throw throw us out or throw throw us off but we, we do get thrown off when they start throwing up whatever lingo they yeah, have.
1: Yeah, the NIH, uh, they they actually, 50 people were fired because they, they accepted bribes from people. 50 scientists God, were damn. fired.
0: 50 scientists were fired?
1: Yeah, I mean, they probably have like hundreds or thousands of scientists around the world. But, you know, 50 of them were fired because they found that they were accepting uh, bribes. I mean, they're... There's bribery going on everywhere. They, they bribe doctors for vaccination. They bribe, um, you know, the hospitals for, you know, the big pharma is just.
0: There's a lot of problems that are all just building upon each other. Right. You know, a, uh, what's it called a freedom problem where you can't really say what you think. Or you can't really express any kind of freedom if it's going against the mainstream narrative. There's a problem with the fucking healthcare system. There's a problem with the economy. There's a, like all these things are kind of just combining and creating this clusterfuck of, well, yeah. of a reality.
1: <laughs> I, I think you know it's it's kind of because the First Amendment, it, or it's kind of going against the Second Amendment because what you think you know you're gonna you're gonna kind of do. Um, like you know, so uh, other than COVID, you know, COVID is an easy example. But um, say you know, if you're exercising some opposite right that you know, then that and that kind of impinges on on their right, then people feel like uh, you know their their uh, safety is threatened, their own life is threatened. Like with COVID, mm. you know, like the whole sim- symptomatic bread but right. then also with like um guns okay you just get the same gun protect yourself i mean <laughs> uh, same with the coke with covid you just wear a hazmat suit whatever you need to do to protect yourself like
0: have you seen that man? i saw that shit on instagram uh, fucking the bubble suits like they literally are selling bubble suits dude <laughs> like you can put yourself in a little tiny
1: bubble and you just fucking Walk around with your arms like this. And have you seen the, so the, the, the schools now? Like that, so some schools have like these little uh, transparent boxes for the kids to be in. What? It's not even face shield. It's just like an actual box. That they have their they have they can have their arms extending out, but it's,
0: it's basically like a bubble suit. Oh my god! These schools are so ridiculous. Um... <laughs> but yeah, do that. Do that. I'm all for that. Uh, please. <laughs> protect yourself if if that's what you want to do if that's what you really want to do i'm not going to stop you
1: (laughs) yeah no you know you have the right to believe whatever you want you have the right to do whatever you want um so long as it's not impinging on other people
0: right right and that gets to the point of what i think is a better way to do it i mean the concept of of states and statehood I think it's genius. I think it's it's the future to be honest, but we're not doing it right. We're treating stra- states like the same thing, like everything is the same fucking thing and
1: why? What what is what, do you, what is statehood and what's the difference between that and um, statism?
0: Well, I don't know what what statism would would mean then. State what I'm talking about statehood is that the states are allowed to decide a lot of their own fucking rules and customs and whatever the fuck Anything that, well, the federal government has gone bigger, but anything the federal government isn't necessarily in control of or decides or has any law for, then states can do it. Um, take marijuana, for example. Right now, a bunch of states are going, fuck you, federal government. You're fucking stupid. We're going to allow weed and hemp. Go hemp. So that's, that's what I'm talking about. People in that area are free to choose whatever they want to do. So maybe there's a city that wants to put all their kids in goddamn bubbles. Well, fuck it. Let that city put all their kids in bubbles. And when people come and go, and if they don't like it, people will leave. I, I, I don't believe that people should always stay in the same place. And just because you're comfortable in one place, this is the one place you should always stay. I don't have that belief. I don't, I don't believe four walls make a home. I think the people you're with, and the environment you're in and the feelings you have that makes a home this these four walls are just fucking four walls like like, yeah okay you can move anywhere move to a place that's more conducive to your lifestyle you move to a place that's more conducive to whatever you want and that's that that's the freedom i I want that's what i'm talking about state so one part one group says we want to do this shit and then everybody who doesn't like it okay fuck it we fuck off and that will destroy In, into a
1: whole, whole another state.
0: People won't just drastically leave at one place. I don't care where they go, where they go is up to them. But I'm just saying the freedom for communities. I want oh, to go. Okay, with- yeah. That,
1: yeah, this is yeah. like not the California state, but like, you know, subsections like counties. St- well, statehood
0: is the same idea, uh, it's a county. There's California County and then New York County.
1: Like we were just putting work. I would, I would love that. Like, you know, the county yes. I'm in, we're like pretty yes. Republican here. But I'm like, man, California is like in hugely in debt. And, you know, most most people are, you know, hyper-liberal, progressive, you know, progressive uh, Boy, Democrats and stuff, you know. And it's just, they, they they want everything for free. And, you know, um they have all these double standards. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, the county, I mean, is like a little more conservative. And But, you know, the, the state level is, is going to apply to us, though. You know, like, the, you know, Newsom, as soon as Newsom says, you know, mask, even though he doesn't really have that right, if we go back a little, but, you know, with more recent laws, he has that right uh, to, to force people to wear masks because of some sort of uh uh, pandemic clauses. No, this isn't a pandemic. This is not a pandemic when you have like 99.9% of people surviving.
0: Yeah. I mean, oh if this shit was Ebola or something, I'd be like, yeah, I'm staying home.
1: Fuck all y'all. <laughs> like, fuck all that. Yeah, and and you still don't, you still have the right, you still should have the right to not stay home. That's true. You know, I mean, that's what our founding fund, there was actually like, you know, a lot more diseases going on while they were making the constitution and if they were like, oh, uh, you know what? I'm going to get sick. Let's, let, let's save this constitution thing for later. You I, know, the British would be like very happy. I mean,
0: bacteria wasn't discovered back then. But yeah, I, I get your point. Like we've, we live pretty goddamn comfortably right now. And it's not, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as the news makes it, makes it seem. You know what I didn't like in the news? It's when they had survivor stories. <laughs> and you're like, what? How the fuck are you having survivor stories? 99.9999% of the people that get it survive. And they don't even know they're survivors.
1: I mean, yeah. People.
0: Most people are just like, oh, man, I had a runny nose. <laughs> and then that's it. So that, I, that pissed me off. I was like, why are you making it seem like these motherfuckers are heroes? They're not. You survived the disease. You were going to get another one pretty soon especially if you don't eat right and you don't exercise and you don't fucking meditate and you don't fucking do the things you're supposed to do to take care of your body
1: i saw this one uh survivor story of a, of a little kid uh, of this lady's little kid and i'll just jump jumping to the end you know she, yeah. they, they're just nursing him and stuff and then at the end i was so the, ladies, the mom was like i was so happy when i could finally give him i don't know popsicles to eat i'm like hmm maybe that's why you know Sugar shuts down the immune system, like, by 70%. Goddamn, bro. Yeah, like uh, like, <laughs> like, a certain amount of grams of sugar. But people have, like, 40 grams. For it. It's less than 40 grams. Uh, but, yeah, like, uh, less, less than uh, an actual soda, and your immune system just shuts down by 70%. That's weird. For,
0: that's
1: weird. for, for like, a, a few hours. A period of time, yeah it's, like, yeah. it's like stress. Yeah, same thing, stress. Yeah. I was reading the other day, i got to practice it more. It's just like, if you get really angry, supposedly your immune system gets shut down for eight hours. Whoa. Like
0: it,
1: yeah, like... He, for getting angry? Yeah, but that's probably if you're like holding it on and you don't know any, you know, Qigong and, you know... Uh, which is management. most people.
0: Which is most people. <laughs> <laughs> that You're literally talking about most of the population right now. Most of the population don't even know when they're breathing they they never take a conscious breath during the day like there are many times where i just go and it feels amazing
1: and how many people don't do that yeah Most. breath is amazing right? breath
0: is amazing breath is life
1: yeah and in some ways like i'm a lot of people i think are like you know really happy with the lockdown because they can focus on more of those introverted things that normally we wouldn't focus on meditation and stuff
0: i i started meditating again when during lockdown so i can't really complain but i just don't like the environment it creates more than anything else this is fear that everyone fucking has My do you think has- though
1: it'll just like wash out like you know the, the the world is kind of like just an ocean you know just like mm-hmm. you know different forces playing against each other right people think a sometimes and then they think the opposite of a then, you know, a year later, you know, and then they get, they get, uh, confused later I mean, they get uh, comfortable with that. And then they get confused and then they think the exact wrong thing again. You know, it's like, but I think in the process, you know, the only thing I'm concerned about, like, you know, just letting the world do its own thing is in the end, you know, like the, there is, there is policy changes that happen over time that true. are going to come and affect me.
0: That's true. Like That's what I think is more da- most dangerous right now. That whatever this disease is, whatever this pandemic or plandemic, whatever you want to call it, they're going to start implementing rules and policies that have never before been implemented in this country. And this is only the beginning. Once they do it one time, the next time they want to or they, they find a disease that really, well, the next time they find a disease they want to blame to push whatever agenda they want, they're going to do it again. They're going to be like, all right, people, we have to go back in our house. You have to put our mask on. We have to get this new vaccination. I, I they're getting people used to the idea. They're, they're slowly turning up the heat in the boiling water that we're all in. And that's what it is. I, I, from the beginning, I didn't think this is, this disease was the one. You know, the one that was going to change everything and make everybody move and trust it. I didn't think it was the one because it's not killing enough people. If yeah. this disease had a mortality rate of fucking 5%, that's a lot of motherfuckers. That's a lot of people. And that would move a lot of shit. That gets a lot more people going. And Hell, in that case, gathering up and meeting might be actually dangerous. But the whole point is, is that they're going to use whatever rights and privileges they have now for the new one, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one, and, next one. and yeah, it's, it's just never going to end.
1: It's it's a dark spiral down, you know, because they're creating the conditions for that, not just policy wise, but just like reality wise. People are bored. people yeah. are broke. You know, and eventually the dollar is just going to – the dollar is inflating. They have to print a trillion dollars. Like, we're in a $26 trillion debt now. They printed a trillion dollars, like, every week. It took us, like, decades to reach $26 trillion. (laughs) We we added a trillion dollars in a week. Here's the shitty
0: part, though, man. Andrew Andrew – Andrew Yang's plan cost 3 trillion dollars a year for a universal base of income for $1000 per person for every adult per no, per person per month for every adult in America. They literally handed that shit to the fucking corporations this past couple of fucking months. They handed it over. And what did we do? We stayed home.
1: Yeah, people are home. just so naive. They think that all these rich politicians and stuff they all get together and they're just like, "Hey, let's all help all the little people, all the." Um, they they call us they call us eaters. Eaters, fuck. That's what they call
0: us. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. Amer- America is pretty obese. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not but, that wrong.
1: But they think really highly of us, you know, like eaters, wasters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> god damn that's pretty bad that is pretty bad
1: yeah so like that's why bill gates is like oh we if we do a really good job with vaccines we can reduce the population by 13 percent i yeah um, like
0: wow that that. why are you
1: talking me. about are you really do you want to save people with vaccines or do you want to kill people with vaccines that
0: that shit right there got me i saw that that was what like six, seven, two thousand ten 2010 or something that interview is 2010 or something. And he literally said, we can reduce the population by 10 or 15%. And that's kind of fucked. But I, I don't think he's talking about us being smarter and having less kids and doing right this or doing this or that. He's, well, you know. he
1: mentioned it. He mentioned it in the same sentence. But what does vaccines Bas- if they work properly would extend people's lives, would make them less sick and you'd have an increase right. in population. What right. does that have to do with population reduction? Yes, how does that work?
0: Even though he is being sued and there's this ton of like there's a ton of vaccines that have led to infertility. They are putting stuff in those vaccines in other countries that do lead to infertility. Oh yeah. So that's that's a real fucking thing. this isn't just like oh it's going conspiracy no they're already being sued for shit like this. This is already happening but again yeah just just most people speak, live in bubbles
1: yeah speaking of infertility just today they they California passed this thing where they're allowing they're creating a fund to let teenagers you know in high school um, uh, have transsexual hormone replacement therapy Right right what the fuck our tax dollars are going to that now what the fuck why as of as of today why because they're smart enough to make those decisions for for themselves even though they're not 18 yet dude
0: motherfuckers don't even have working computers at schools
1: because we're progressive now
0: you can give a kid hormones that just baffles me this this is insane but again If it was localized in one county or whatever the fuck, because they freely decided that they wanted to do this, then I would just be like, "Those motherfuckers are crazy and leave them be." But no, this is not local. This is some shit they want to push everywhere.
1: So I mean, freedom. Okay, this is you know, but you know the fact that it's coming from our tax money, you know, if it was like a charitable organization doing this, then yeah, great. Yeah, fuck it. That's okay. that's why I like libertarianism so much. It basically just says, uh, no taxes. You know, we it's it's exactly this whole, you know, statist at the local level, local county level. You know, right. give money to the charities, to the churches, and the churches, um, you know, everyone goes to church whether they're religious or not, and they give them to um right. uh, you know, Carlos, Tom, whoever, they have like a little Little interview with them and they see how they're doing and then they give them the money it's not just like a uh an electronic handout you know and you can apply for other things you know just stated there's you know other states that have that um like ohio and or you know i was talking to my libertarian friend who's talking about that but you know other states actually have that and they do just fine with that but they could have more programs you know like like this, but why take it out of my freaking tax dollars? <laughs> because
0: all, well, your tax dollars are going to the IRS to pay the debt. Remember? Pay the debt that we have, this 26 plus trillion dollar fucking debt that we have. That's where your tax dollars are going. And then they get another loan to push <laughs> all the other programs. Like yeah. America is one of the worst. I don't know why the fuck they like, if America was a person, he could not borrow any money. <laughs> like, yeah, you just couldn't. Like, who the fuck will land a person who never pays his shit back more money?
1: <laughs> never like, pays his,
0: yes. like, what the fuck? Like, again, this is whole, This is going down a whole different path. The Zeitgeist fucking movies just keep coming back to my no, head. yeah.
1: This is this is <laughs> an interesting path. Like, why do the rest of the countries trust us? Why have they not attacked the US and like, I don't need all of our assets
0: because we have bases in other countries we literally have military bases in other countries and you don't have military braces in every country because you're super friendly with the person <laughs> oh my bad.
1: yeah and china just puts like one little group you know in in you know near another country and the u.s yeah. is like oop, i'm there right 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 like we're like the police of the world It's just like we've
0: been the police of the world but i don't think we're the police of the world we're the employees we're the mafia of the world exactly getting our cut and yeah mafiaism yeah you want to run your business we're gonna take a little bit <laughs> like that that's kind of it so yeah i don't think the america is a police i think there's a the mafia mm-hmm. that's, that's what i'm gonna call that
1: one right yeah it, exactly because we're printing money they're separating that money from the money pool so they're like simultaneously hyperinflating everyone's money supply yes and they're Permanently taking money out of circulation and putting in their pockets. You know, these people they're not spending their money. They're not like the rest of us, you know, actually spending money like I mean
0: they spend it just like the rest of us. They don't spend that much. I mean they buy houses and yaks and other shit. They're the people that we're talking about are not the ones flashing fucking five million dollar cars. Nah, man. They they're much bigger than that.
1: I think they're agglomerating most of their wealth. They're not spending the money. Mm-hmm. They're not putting it back into circulation, buying yachts and whatnot. And they, the, these, they already have enough yachts. They, they're, they're just saving, like the Rothschilds and stuff. I, they're just not. How broke they can make the world. They're not accumulating
0: money. They're accumulating assets and wealth and actual mm-hmm. tangible wealth, whether it be gold or art or real estate or businesses. That's what they're accumulating.
1: Yeah, if you see like some of the Rothschilds, like their buildings and stuff, they have like gold-plated chairs and stuff. It's just like ridiculous.
0: I get it, man. It's 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 insane. So, we've talked a lot about the problems. How do we fix all this shit, bro? Because I, like, you know me. I've been trying to. I've been on this change the world shit for the past at least ten years. I've well, ever since I started taking drugs, essentially, ever since I smoked weed like, and took edibles and like, ecstasy and all that shit, I've wanted to radically change these systems. And at, at, when I was younger, I was just mad. I was mad at how everything was. And now I realize I'm not mad at people themselves. I'm just mad at the system that has created this environment that makes people like this because people aren't that fucking special man people are not very unique they're a product of their environment 99% of the time people don't even reflect on their own thoughts they just have thought loops and karmic loops so what was, what was
1: this uh yeah um i was i was watching uh this one uh black dude talk about uh you know black rights and then just like at the end of it, it's just like Bitcoin, you know
0: yes that that to me is more powerful than protesting, even though I'm not a fan of Bitcoin. The concept of going around government and going around this establishment to trade that's that's fucking powerful, dude. That's truly powerful. Yeah. So you think bitcoin is a is an answer for this
1: yeah we we have to do the same thing they're doing. Sadly enough, was, you know accumulate assets that are actually valuable like uh, gold, silver, um, bitcoin, and uh, you know who is there? You everyone. Everyone has to that this that that's going to be the new money as the as the mafia system you know collapses the global currency. It because all the currencies are kind of tied to U.S. dollar because um, all all the They're buying out the politicians. You know, they're buying. If the rich leader, if the the leaders of the country don't agree, they assassinate them or they buy them out. They replace them, you know. Everyone's on the reserve currency. Yeah. No one can get off. Anytime someone tries to get off the reserve currency, they kill them.
0: Yeah, I I agree.
1: Gaddafi, like a lot of people in Africa, a lot of people die. A lot of political leaders died As soon as they tried to start their own gold-backed currency, they're like, nope.
0: Saddam Hussein. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He tried to get off the dollar.
1: Yeah, I saw like pictures of like his huge gold reserves and stuff, and then uh, military uh, camping out there. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's one thing. So, you you said one thing right now that that's true. If any person tries to do it, they get killed off. What if we all try to do it at the same time collectively?
1: That would be magical, but I mean, we're not, we're not a telepathic society anymore, you know.
0: It's true. Okay, don't give me, uh, I guess everyone's too many. Um, what percent of the population do you think is awake to these problems that, and to the fact that things need to change?
1: I think very, very, very um, no one's, gonna, I mean, me it's hard number. to organize. It's, it's practically considered domestic terrorism. Give, to, give,
0: give me a number of people who think this system needs change it can be low as fuck i don't really care the financial system all these systems need change people um, will quote, quote woke people will quote not not like the politically correct version of woke of like oh my gosh whatever the fuck that is no i'm talking like all right we're fucking up their environment we're fucking up our mentalities we're fucking up our bodies we're fucking up everything we got to change all this those kind of woke people
1: the conspiracy woke <laughs> let's not get
0: too heavy on the conspiracy part but yeah those kind of people
1: i mean yeah there's there's a, there's a cabal of people that that want to dominate us uh rich people that want to just they don't care about us they just want to take our money and
0: just just give me a number bro a percentage
1: probably right? like um I, I think maybe like 20 percent. oh god damn you went high i was thinking like 0. 0.5 <laughs> Point five. Yeah, dude. No way. There's a lot of information disseminated. Yeah, but people grasp one
0: part, but they don't grasp another. Uh, I'm talking about people who see things in full circle. I, I myself think this system cannot be fixed. I don't think we can vote a new system in. I don't think we can create a new system with this system. I think we have to create a new system outside of it that uses the best of this system. I'm not saying we throw it away completely, but with the people with the people ruling things the way they are, with the people with the establishment the way they are, with the people comfortable with the way the things they are, that's going to be really hard. So when I when I say 0.5%, so let's just say 0.5% of the population, whether it be the world, or the United States, it doesn't really matter. It's just an example. 0.5 of the population decides to collectively pull the resources together similar to what unions have done before to try to push forward all these things. So I remember I posted something on Instagram with the whole protest with the the George Floyd thing, what's going on like two weeks ago. And let's say there's a million protesters, right? With these million protests, like legit protesters, not the root, not the, what's it called? Looters or whatever people who cause violence. No legit protesters who want actual change and, and reform. If each of those people put in a hundred bucks, that's a hundred million bucks. How many legislators can you put in office with a hundred million dollars? How many congressmen, how many senators, how many mayors, how many governors? That's quite a lot. And that's what I'm talking about when I say collective. um, Most of what I'm talking about when I say collective. A lot of us put a little bit so that then we can create a change. And it's not a different idea than a union or a government. It's just a government based on the people's wants and needs. And the George Floyd example, or the protester example is just one thing, but what if we as individuals decide to put in, this is the idea that I'm currently working on too, decide to put in 10 bucks a month. So 10 bucks a month goes into a society that's actually trying to change all these things. So, what if me and you put in ten bucks and I don't know fucking we get to ten thousand people somehow some way fucking magic we get to ten thousand people every month we have a hundred thousand dollars to move around and try to push our initiatives our way of thinking The little party can do the same thing, but the thing is that there's so many there's so much politics in Bureaucracy and, and, and politics that it, it convolutes everything and all the opinions go everywhere. It a hundred thousand dollars is more efficiently spent in local communities. So this month I'm going to let's say we're gonna fix L.A. No fuck L.A. LA's too big. <laughs> we're gonna fix where you're at. You're how many people are where you're at? A like hundred fifty thousand. All right, that's 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 a pretty small place, con- considerably speaking. So with a hundred thousand, do you think we can get a new mayor? In your place? Do you think we can elect a new police chief? Do you think we can elect you all these things?
1: Through information. Like yeah, sharing it's, information then yeah. in the next election cycle. Well, yeah. Uh,
0: this hundred thousand will go to Facebook ads and will go to uh campaigns and rallies and will go to uh flyers and whatever the hell they need. That's that's what I'm talking about. So this is what I say: the community has to get together. If one person does it by themselves, they're gonna get singled out and taken out like occupy washer was a perfect example of that anytime they I, ever even saw if it's theater, a
1: community it's, it's gonna be a community of terror. it has to be done privately through you know uh, private messaging system like' uh, what's that one thing called I have it on my phone um, that's that's fine that telegram but yeah. yeah telegram and Put all like political private chats. campaigns take money yeah yeah but I mean this cannot be like that the thing with this like you have to like be very careful who's in there. You could have like some double agent in there and just kind of screw everything up.
0: Well, you, you won't know until you know.
1: <laughs> and that that
0: that's that's a whole different question in and of itself. But the ability to do so, the ability for a community to take their power back, is there? It truly is there. Okay, um, this is going to be sound kind of harsh, but Flint, Flint, Michigan, right? They got they. I'm pretty sure their water's still fucked. Here's what I would be advising if anybody from Flint is listening. Get the people in the community together. Pull your research together. Five bucks a month. It doesn't... And the reason I'm saying such low numbers is that you can easily replace one cup of coffee or whatever the fuck bullshit you buy and give it to a cause that you wish to support. So five bucks a month, they get together and they remove everybody who's fucking them up. They remove the mayors. They remove all those corrupt people. Because it, it literally, it, what, the pipes didn't just get rusty. Shit didn't just get bad. It was continually degrading little by little, little by little, little by little. So collect five bucks from everybody in the community. With that money, you can have community initiatives. This is, again. Everything revolves around community because I think the only important politics are community politics, except when you cross national borders and war and all this other stuff, the thing that governments are actually supposed to take care of, that's a whole different issue. But most of the stuff that we would ever care about, it's local. It really is. If someone in fucking Boston does some shit over there, I mean, most of the time, I won't even know. And even if I do know, it rarely affects me, rarely. So this is what I'm talking about the community has to start taking care of the community itself. How whatever methods they use and whatever they want to accomplish that's fine. But the community can do it themselves. This is the libertarian part, way of doing it too. I get, I'm assuming because I haven't read too much into this whole thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, that is it's very much uh based on the community you you have a lot more money available because um, you're not getting tax 50 percent and yeah whatever amount is being taxed uh, you know at the that county level is is available now for that county to spend instead of going towards the military budget and all that
0: here's another question i have for you dude when the hell did it become normal to start taxing
1: individuals Hmm. that wasn't it was was pretty recent yeah yeah, it was like only 100 or 200 years ago it's less than 200 years ago, bro. I think it was around the
0: same time the Federal Reserve came to Yeah, move. 19...
1: 1913
0: was, was Federal Reserve. IRS. But he, the, the reason I, I asked this is because...
1: Oh, it was it was 1862.
0: Well, wasn't that one taken down? Well, Commissioner of Internal Revenue, it's a little bit different than the current IRS.
1: Hmm. No, it was income tax. So nation's first income tax. Uh, But who was taxed?
0: My, My question is, is that companies, businesses, states, cities, weren't they taxed before? Weren't they the ones that used to be taxed? Like individuals getting taxed when everything else is already being taxed. I don't think is that old. And why do we tax the individual? Well, you know, for
1: for like roads and stuff like that, sales taxes, I think, kind of makes sense because, you know, we're all... I agree. We're all purchasing these goods and these goods are transported to us through roads and systems. We have a gas tax,
0: bro. The the roads are paid in large part with a gas tax. Every time we buy a gallon of gas, we pay a tax. I don't think people know that, but there you go. We have a gas tax as well.
1: The thing that doesn't make sense, income tax. Income tax is illegal. Like, the Constitution, like, nowhere in the Constitution like we we literally it doesn't make any sense like uh there's no such thing as a federal income tax, even a state income tax doesn't make sense like yeah. i wouldn't I wouldn't mind it it's basically communist basically like the income tax They're... it's it's gonna be even even more communistic as the dollar appreciates more like Importance. I think it was like fifty or sixty after World War two. Of course, dude.
0: Of course, it's going to depreciate and all this stuff is happening. And there's a reason they're pushing us to have to rely on the state, quote unquote state, but it's more on the federal government. We're we're not relying on the state. We're relying on the federal government. That's what they're pushing us towards to reliance on federal government. We're relying on them for food. We're relying on them them for money. We're relying on them for everything.
1: Yeah. And then we're going to have to do exactly what they say. Mm -hmm.
0: Or you don't get food. (laughs) Or <laughs> you yeah. don't fucking get to travel, or you can't leave your house. And all this shit isn't just a conspiracy theory. This shit's happening in China. They get China locks you the fuck down. If if you're a bad citizen, they don't let you leave the
1: country. Yeah, they have like these social index scores and
0: stuff. Even before the social index scores, if you were a troubled citizen, they don't let you leave the country because they know you're gonna. What do they? What do they say? They know you're gonna be a bad um representation of china they don't want to dirty their name because you're such a fucked individual so that that's already happening like that this is not make-believe shit and it can easily happen here it is if you don't have this or that if you don't have this vaccine or if you're not COVID tracking or whatever the fuck you can't leave the country what the fuck what is this shit
1: Yeah, I mean, this makes it even easier for them because before they had to pick out arbitrary reasons, right? But now they can just—they have the arbitrary reason. Yeah, they created it. Always (laughs) in a lab in Wuhan, China,
0: (laughs) with money paid through Fauci. (laughs) Like,
1: that's
0: a whole different fucking. That's
1: it's a mess, man. Yeah, yeah. but but the thing is, you know, back to the thing we were talking about. Right. What we have to do. Right. Um, I think. is we're gonna eventually have to do it anyways. Right. We're gonna eventually have to like we're gonna be at our death throes. Yeah. Um. Because the government's gonna be at at death throes and in in the new in that transitional phase into the this new uh, a new currency mm-hmm. like nations have currency revaluation like every year. There's there's currency collapse. A country c- collapsing with its currency every single year and um for hundreds of years, you know, the, but yeah, the, the U S is, is some people are saying the U S isn't going to crash first as maybe like the other smaller nations crashing. And then U S is going to finally crash. Um, because the, I mean, we're all going to crash. <laughs> yeah. But everything's going to have, they're, they're de- the mafia, they're deliberately making the system crash so that they can reinstate this new currency and basically make us all serfs. But um, at that point, people are going to rebel. People are going to get together and they're going to fight. They're going to shoot people. They're going to get really violent and nasty. Unless... And they're going to...
0: No, go for it, go for it. I'm no,
1: sorry. But so that's maybe the right thing to do. I mean, because that's how our nation was founded, right? It's true. So, I mean, this is kind of like a terrorist thing to even say, but, you know, we have to like I mean... band together and pretty much get the, uh, g- get the leadership together of of people you know it's basically a civil war
0: you're talking about the end game would be a civil war yeah so i think this is what they're trying to avoid they're trying to put everybody into a surf willingly they're trying to make people willingly go into these kinds of programs with fear with um with resources like we'll give you food we'll give you water we give you 5G and all this type of shit. So, yes, worst case scenario, shit gets fucked. A lot of people are not going to fight, bro. A lot of people are not going to fight. Some will. I agree. Can they win? Realistically speaking, can a militia win against the United States military? It's never happened before. Vietnam wasn't a win or a loss. It was just a clusterfuck. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I think that it's going to be like these mini civil wars on a county level uh, in all across the nation, you know? Like, a lot of the Republican places, you know they're going to just... They're going to, like... Texas. <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to, like, just, you know, raid their uh, mayor's offices and and, you know, just... Take over and you know, secede from the, the union and you know um will be from able to... the union. Oh
0: man, that sounds fucking that sounds dangerous. Yeah. Last time that happened, tons of people died. Yeah. Tons of people died.
1: But I wonder if it would happen at like a smaller county level all across the country.
0: That's true. The civil war would take place in smaller battles. Maybe we can win some places and some places only. But even then, what system in there is gonna? It, 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 what system are they gonna create? Even if you do win the war in your local area, what are you gonna create? What are you gonna use?
1: Well, I mean, the first thing is is it gonna is it gonna start off with uh, with um, you know just regular exchange of. of- Because you can't, you can't be eating your gold. Can't be. You're not gonna bite into your silver, and it's not gonna give you nutrition. But um, you know, people are gonna trade that stuff. Oh, I got a gold chunk. People have been trading gold for thousands of years. They're gonna trade. Gold's gonna be a source of, uh, you know, accepted currency. Silver is too, because silver has like medical uses, and it's pretty cheap. A lot of people are gonna have silver. Silver is gonna be the new main currency. I think that's why I'm probably gonna buy it some of you know a lot of it
0: i i I disagree on that why do you disagree um how do you pass around silver to i don't know fucking five million people or whatever your county is like it the amount of silver we have divided amongst the people that are trying to divide it and trade it and barter with it is insane you're gonna have to dilute it a lot in order for everyone to have um, tangible currency and the second point is what's going to stop the same thing from happening again? Because if we do, if you do what you're doing again, what's going to stop from the resources collecting and pooling in one place and this whole thing, just fucking repeating. It's a revolution, revolutions.
1: How would again. it, how, how would it pull in one place?
0: One shop is going to get bigger than the others. And because they want to keep getting going, getting bigger, they're going to start manipulating the market in one way or another either by bribing someone or by paying them a little more, shutting off suppliers, taking suppliers. These are all just business tactics, bro. And this is all legit. Like, This is not illegal to do these things. So eventually, in the system you're talking about, if you just use any kind of currency, it's going to eventually go one way or the other. It's going to be pulled one way or the other. It might take decades. It might take 100, 200 years. But the same thing is going to happen. There's gonna be resources pulled at the top from people who have been collecting it for generations and then everyone else is gonna be fucked and fighting for the Well, crisis.
1: I mean, that's just capitalism. I mean, the, these people gave value. They gave generations of lives to pool the money. Like it okay, fine, they pull the money. But you know, the thing the main thing is the money's not inflated. It's based on something real. There no one's it's out there inflated. How is it inflated? If it's based on Romans had inflated
0: money and they had tangible currency.
1: Oh, with but then the Romans, they started. um, They started. uh, I forgot what what they did, but they they, didn't. They like start making half silver coins or something. Like they would like they they diluted their gold with with more shit.
0: Yeah, so they literally made more. But you think dilution is
1: impossible? I mean, do you think dilution is is impossible to avoid?
0: When you have a growing population, yes. Because how do you control that? Today there's a hundred thousand, in ten years there's a hundred and twenty-five thousand. We don't have the same amount of currency for all of us to to survive. There's, there's just... not
1: going to be that many people in, in that that are. I'd say maybe like ten percent, twenty percent. I don't know, but you know, because a lot of people have valuable stuff. You know, they you know the, the, it'll be like you know a trading thing. You know, initially, and then people some people will have to be serfs. Some people will have to be like literal slaves to people to earn a uh, basic <laughs> amount of uh, 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 of assets to uh, earn their freedom. Your system is no bueno, bro. Your, your system is sounding
0: to say like the same old, same old. It's it's
1: it's it's uh, it's better than getting vaccinated and then having an True. early de- early death. It's it has, and you know, five G and all that, whatever they're they're gonna do. Hey, Amen. They're just gonna yeah
0: in the 1860s gold was great silver was great 250 years later we don't have that shit no more eventually we're going to jump the system we have to take the andre, bro we're not going to
1: yeah so no, that's what i think you know it, it's, it's going to be gold and silver as well as bitcoin because bitcoin not just bitcoin but you know all these different crypto coins that are in limited supply and um that have an accepted value um but it's just, it's, it's much harder to trade in uh, in crypto. Um, yes. But then there's Cash App. Cash App, now you can you, you can just-
0: Give people, people money.
1: When, with Bitcoin, you can buy Bitcoin and sell Bitcoin with Cash App. Oh, so, cool. I'm to get Cash App then.
0: Um, my, my point is, is that any kind of trading and bartering system is gonna lead to the same problems we have today, eventually down the road.
1: You think any sort of currency, is going to get inflated it has happened every time and, in, in every, and every situation in in history it has happened it has happened but um <laughs> I, I don't want to jinx it you know maybe we learned a lesson but uh <laughs> but agglomeration is impossible to avoid you know you know that's just yes people coming together
0: work. yeah are, are, it's impossible to avoid people coming together I,
1: not just I people coming together but people you know working really hard and Accumulating wealth they
0: all those people that have the wealth right now work really hard.
1: No, but a lot of people stole. But and their grandfather
0: stole or something like that.
1: I, yeah, cheated people and you know, but it's just—it's uh, tough. Yeah, that, that's that's just, there's just going to be some sort of you know, in, you know, tax as well for that. I think. Um, and, and hopefully, people will be charred. Those people will be charitable.
0: Let. <laughs> <laughs> Let me let me share my vision of what I actually do want to create since I've been fucking deliberating on it for fucking years now. So I don't think there's going to be a system that's going to be go completely into a resource-based economy because we can't gather resources with goodwill. So you have to have money. You do. You have to have some type of way to move resources around. And right now, that is called money. Right? So... Uh So we need something that is a hybrid between capitalism and a resource-based economy. So let's say in the community that you live in, you live with a 1,000, I don't know, 1,500 people in your small couple blocks. I'm talking blocks. I'm not talking cities, counties, your fucking big shit. No, I'm talking a couple blocks, all right? 1,500 people in your community. In this community, it is a resource-based economy as best as they can. They share the food that they locally grow. They share the resources that they grow. And with hemp, bro, hemp can make almost anything you fucking need. That's a game changer. If every city or every county had an industrial hemp processor and uh, what's it called, a fucking vertical hemp farm, you could have tons. I mean, you literally. This is. I'm talking about future shit. You can have tons and tons of hemp, and hemp can feed you, clothe you, house you, create for you, and all these things. You can create most of plastics with That That's already there. So having local resources, having locally sourced stuff is the next shit. Having your community being able to be self-sustaining and survive by themselves is the next step. So you have your community, your community self-sustaining. Inside your community, you don't need to barter and trade. Why? Because you all do different things to pull into this community. A doctor should not have to go fucking farm or clean the roads or whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck they want. No, they should use their education and knowledge and expertise. And, and if they really want to be a doctor, they should use their passion to actually go heal people. And okay, you're going to be a fucking a doctor. That's cool. And in this case, again, most of the jobs we have are going to be taken over by AI. Even x-ray technicians, fucking phone operators, retail people, those are all gonna be taken over by AI or technology in one way or form. So jobs in themselves are gonna go away pretty soon. So within this local community, let's say we call it a resource-based economy, we share. Outside though, I don't think you can instantly make the world into a resource-based economy, but outside it'll probably still be capitalistic. So the version I'm thinking, the the next step in the progression of the future is to create a hybrid between them. We create a collective. We share the resources. We share the food. We share the water. We share everything. And we also share the profits that we get from these resources. You don't need to use your profits to survive. You don't need to use money or barter to survive. But if you go outside the community, you can use money. You can use the money that that the collective helped you get, and it'll be, let's just call it a universal basic uh, salary. Once you become eight, once you turn 18 years old in the community, you're gonna get a little bit of what the community gets, and as more people get into it, the less everyone gets, because that's how things are. That's how happens when you divide shit. All right. It doesn't mean you can't gain by bonuses or you can't get other kinds of things. That's, that's a whole different structure. But the idea is that everyone would get something. What that number is, how much that is, that can be debated and fucking moved along. But you can get something. And again, in the community, you don't need this money. But if you wanna go outside, you are gonna need money. And this is what the problem I see with a lot of communes that are today farmsteads and all these things is that it's cool if you're only gonna stay here forever and ever and you wanna farm and fucking eat and chill here and like that's fine. Do that that's what you want other to be that that's on you. But no, what if you want to travel? What if you want to do shit? What if you actually want to be involved with the rest of the world? You're gonna need whatever the hell they're using. So in the version I'm trying to create it's 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 both. It's the best of both worlds that'll eventually get the idea of needing to trade out of people's minds. Because that shit has been dug so deep. I think it's part of our fucking karma. I think it's part of our genes right now. Most people are not gonna get over it. They're not. And that's, this is why I said the number of people who are quote unquote woke was 0.5%. This is the, I'm actually going for it's 0.2%. My ideal number if I can get 0.2% of the people invol like involved, that's millions of people. And with that, that's more than enough resources and manpower to do whatever the fuck you want. And yeah, I know it's a very fucking fast track throw at you and I'm trying to write all these, I'm trying to write the so, white papers
1: at the moment, but what, what, you know. what are the core parts of that? UBI is the core part. Um, and then our resource based economy mm-hmm. re- where, where, um, um, self-sustaining communities as well yeah the thing is like you know not the the most uh but like, you know so with with our current technology we would have to push it a little to make you know like certain areas uh just self-sustainable since you can't always a lot of our stuff is like you know imported they our food and, and everything um, yeah and we shouldn't do
0: that we shouldn't I mean, we are going to put a lot of work. I don't believe in building cities in the middle of a desert and transporting waters a hundred thousand fucking miles away.
1: You don't believe in LA? I don't believe in LA.
0: (laughs) I think Las Vegas should die. In my opinion, that that city. There's a lot of
1: land there though. I mean, you know, and there's, there's a giant river, Lake Mead. But it's, it's not
0: sustainable. And you can tell it's not sustainable because it's not meeting.
1: sustainable because people, you know, overuse water, you know, and they they pick a lot of the water out, but otherwise it, it would be totally sustainable, you know.
0: You just prove my point.
1: It's not sustainable. Those cities are not sustainable. Well, at the certain at the certain rate of uh, of use it's not sustainable. If
0: if the only way your community can survive is by taking from other communities, I don't know if your community is uh is needed. Like I don't I don't think it's the best choice. I I, I don't see why people can't move to a better place. And again, this this comes back to me being able to just pick up and go. Like I have no problem putting on a backpack, putting a few of my clothes in there and just fucking booking it. I don't need stuff. I, I don't have a desire to gather more stuff actually when i was living in thailand i realized i had too much shit because i was moving from one place to another one place to another for for a couple years i I moved through in two years i moved no two and a half years i moved what 10 times 12 times and i didn't just move like a block away or something i moved to a whole different fucking province another city or some other shit so I was dragging around a bunch of shit, and I was like, "Why do I have all this <laughs> shit?" Like I, I, was just literally tired. Like the most freeing moments of my life is when I had a backpack, and that's all I had to worry about.
1: I, I'd be curious
0: what's what's in that backpack
1: because clothes,
0: be too- money, just regular survival shit. Like, like
1: two sets of clothes, and they're like really, they're like one of I, those quick dry clothes
0: you can do oh just. No, like- dude, I had two jeans. Um. Two white shirts, a few other regular shirts that I can just wear for randomness. Uh, underwear, like seven pairs of underwear, five pairs of socks. Um, that's about it. <laughs> and, and like and like the stuff like the toothbrush and soap and all this other shit. And that's it. That's all I had, literally. And a sweater. I had a sweater, maybe a blanket. Blanket probably be useful. And that was it. I. Oh, yeah. That that was as freeing as as I ever was. And was like, yes, I have to wash every other day. I have to put one load of laundry in the fucking washing machine. I'm like uh, whatever. Like that 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 literally is the least inconvenience ever. It's that it's worth having a bunch of shit carrying around and worrying about all this stuff.
1: Because yeah. you'd you, be able to survive out alone in the wilderness with that. But yeah, that's city. I mean, I just specials.
0: I was traveling. I was a I was a traveling nomad. I wasn't going to the fucking forest.
1: You were a city nomad. Yeah, the city nomad. I
0: was a backpacker.
1: We call it. We call it a backpacker. That, yeah, a that nomad. works.
0: Yeah, what well, was just the case, like? But again, this is that, That's where I'm coming from. This is my mentality because it's where I come from. This is where I'm, I'm seeing these things. I don't need a collection.
1: I think yeah, we, there could be like these different cities, different yeah. you know kind of those kind of hybrid. Right. Things that, that that makes sense, yeah. I definitely think UBI will. People aren't going to survive without UBI, right? I mean, exactly. So eventually, that's going to have to be there, and there's probably going to be based on some sort of taxing taxation system, uh, like we have now. Um, I.
0: What if we're all in the same, quote unquote, company? What if we all quote unquote work with each other? Meaning, we're not taxed. It comes from the company that everything is done under.
1: It's still taxed, basically.
0: Not from you.
1: Well, it's still, you know, it's, you're gonna get a lower salary, basically.
0: Not be well, yeah, because you you're just not
1: gonna have to do all that complicated reporting.
0: You would get a lot a lower salary only because there's more people joining it, or the the company or the collective they didn't make qu- that much money. Again, this is a risky shit, like. Because you have 20, mm, let's just say 20% of the profits of the collective would go into UBI, whatever the fuck 20% is. If we have a bad year, bad month, bad, whatever, we all share the fucking pain. And this is what it means to be a true fucking and truly invested in this system. Because other than that, like who feels the pain when, when stocks drop? I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, people who own stocks give a shit. People who are actually invested in that give a shit.
1: So yeah, people are actually you know working for that industry.
0: Yeah, they give a shit. So now, what if we're all forced to give a shit about each other and each other's? So jobs?
1: You're saying the UBI will be tied to that. Okay. Um, so people would get like how, how less than this? they need. I I it wouldn't be less
0: than they need or not because then again that comes to where are you living. People living in California would need way more than someone living in, well, anywhere else, or, except for New York or some fancy place. So, again, what you need is, is very circumstantial. What I'm saying is, let's say taxes. What if 20% of the taxes that we collect for the United States would go into UBI? Whatever the fuck that number is, it would go into UBI and, and distribute it uh, equally every month to every, every adult in America. That's the kind of idea I'm talking about. I'm trying to create a collective governance. This is my end goal is to create a collective governance where people are actually a part of whatever the hell they're working for and serving. And they actually benefit directly and indirectly from this. And they're, they're invested completely because if the collective fails,
1: then I fail. And yeah, I I hate how uninvested people on welfare are. Especially now, like people, they're getting these uh, stimulus uh, checks, you know, and people don't go back to work because some of their checks are um, larger than they would get work. You know, they don't really, they're not doing anything to uh, improve the nation. They're not. They're not. Again,
0: they could be. A lot of it has to do with their environment. I'm not truly only blaming them. They are partially to blame but a lot of it does have to do with their environment, their upbringing, their opportunities around them. So yeah, you're right. You are exactly right. And in the system I'm talking about, that person would only get the basic salary. They would get their basic needs met and they will not be able to move up in society because they're not contributing anything. We do need to create something of a quote unquote social equity Like people have to prove their worth. And right now we're using capitalism to do that because this idea sold and I have this much money and blah, blah, blah. And that's how they're proving the worth. Now we need to figure out a way to prove our worth. That's not directly connected to money, but to the actual benefit that you give the community, whether you create this great new piece of technology or you invent this new life-saving medical procedure or whatever the fuck it might be, dude, It, it doesn't really matter there's many ways you can benefit a collective volunteer
1: and and clean up and stuff.
0: Yeah. Like that. And in this case, so let's go back to the small community we're living in. So 1500 people, you're living in a small community, self-sustaining, all the food you need and all the food you grow is grown around you. This is, this is a key part because importing shit from the other side of the world, because it's quote unquote, cheaper is inefficient when it comes to carbon carbon cost. What was it? Uh, I don't know if you ever saw the the, the documentary
1: Collapse. Did you ever see it? Oh, yeah. That one sounds really that, good.
0: That was really good. That shit woke, up. shit woke me the fuck up, dude. I got scared. <laughs> like, for every carbon of food that you eat, there's nine carbons. Uh, no, nine. No, wait up. What was it? For every molecule of food you eat, there's nine carbon molecules that go into it. And even if I'm wrong, I know... The numbers are around that. And it's still jarring. There's so much more oil going into your food than your actual food on a molecule-to-molecule basis. Transportation is a bitch. Why are we transporting fruits from fucking South America? We can create hydroponic gardens in in multi-layers and multi-story buildings and every story has their own kind of habitats in which you can simulate whatever environment they're, um, they grow from. I mean, this is going to take years and years and years, and I'm talking like way in the future, but this is where I'm at. We can create all the foods we eat and all the things we do in a local fashion. Now, how do you put that with a city like LA? I have no fucking clue. I am clueless as to that right now. Right now, right now I'm trying to focus on smaller communities, especially smaller communities I can implement around the world. Because I don't think the U.S. would be the first to adopt this. I think countries that need it would be the first to adopt this. Countries that want it would be the first to adopt this. Countries that,
1: probably Necess- Africa. Necessity is the mother of invention. Um,
0: yeah, it's, think- it's, it also seems to be the, a very easy path to acceptance.
1: <laughs>
0: People are more likely to go, okay, yeah, let's do that. If they really have nothing else to go on. In America, we're fucking comfortable as shit, dude. This is, I mean, I'm comfortable as shit here. And I fucking, I dislike being this this comfortable here. (laughs) This level of comfort is not not good for me. Like, I've been, (laughs) I've been in very dire situations and I've had to do, I've had to be creative for my shit
1: and that shit made me stronger to, to make a few bucks and pay rent and stuff or
0: yeah dude exactly like i've there were many times where i was like how the fuck am i gonna eat because i would get paid at the end of the month right i'll pay my rents i'll pay my bills pay my internet because i need the internet bro it's like
1: that's what i'm saying man like this whole like we're getting a different topic but yeah i don't know how people can even have riots right now like what do you have to complain about in the U.S.? You got like you have universal health care. Like if, if you don't if you can't make money, you have universal health care. You have not really.
0: Basically, it's, you have it, Medi-Cal. It's a fuck system, and you still have to pay in one way or another. No, you don't. Someone's don't. Paying.
1: For well, I mean, someone's paying, not you. But what I'm saying is, you know, a lot of people they're like, "Oh, you've been." It, it doesn't cover
0: all the costs. It covers a lot, but a lot of those costs are quote unquote made up. They make up the cost, they inflate the prices and all this stuff. But again, yeah, I, I get your point. We do have a form of healthcare.
1: Yeah. I mean just welfare is 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 great here compared to the rest of the world. The rest of the world has racism. The rest oh, yeah. of the world has systemic um <laughs> poverty and discrimination and rest <laughs> of the world is
0: That's that's real.
1: That's why when Donald Trump is like, um, if you if you don't like it, you know, uh, go to another country. And then the that one celebrity, um, so he's, a, he's a black celebrity. He, he's just like he's a f- black football player. He's just like um, all the people uh, protesting in BLM for uh, systemic poverty. I will buy you a plane ticket to go go somewhere else. You know, uh, I, uh, if you don't like the U.S., you know,
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. And it's true though, because
1: yeah, you I, get your rent here free. You get you basically get UBI right now based on our hyperinflated currency and other people's taxes. Some people. Well yeah, the people that um can um that, that can document that they may don't make any income.
0: Yeah. And I say but, it
1: that way because a lot of people are taking advantage.
0: Yeah, again, a lot of people are taking advantage of the system we do have right now. They they truly are. I agree with it. Um but you
1: that's I mean I would do I would I've I'd done t- the same thing too. I've done I worked part time and taking advantage as well. I, um,
0: I just don't like my fucking. I don't like going into the system. I have this thing where if I go into it, I'm gonna get stuck. I'm gonna get roped in. It's little by little they're gonna pull me in. They're gonna pull me in. And that's my hesitation to do anything uh, with the fucking government. I, I that. think
1: you know that's the. That's I, true. I think you. That's I true, think isn't you're, it? maybe you're too comfortable with uncomfortableness.
0: <laughs> maybe I I do have a certain like for chaos. I I do have a certain appreciation for chaos.
1: And that you know that endorphin rush, I guess.
0: Um, well, yeah, it's awesome. like
1: kicking in. <laughs>
0: it's like yeah, it it it, it makes you creative. It, does, it, makes, yeah. it Makes you creative. Fasting is great, you know. It makes you very. Um, I I just came out of a seventy-two hour. No, that wasn't I was like eighty-two hour fast, like wow. yesterday. So eighty-two was, hours. Eighty-two hours. So it was three full days. Three. Uh, you drank water. And... I I drank water. I drank less and less water as it went because. I've drank a ton of water before, just to be like, oh, I'm not hungry. I'm gonna just drink water. Bad idea. If you're ever trying to do a fast, like a full fast, no food at all, zero food, drinking a ton of water is gonna flush everything out of your system.
1: And once you start peeing white, you really have nothing in your system.
0: Like you, you.
1: But I think if, you have enough minerals in your body to last like a whole month.
0: So you're saying, like, if you drink too much water, you drink too much water. I reduce that. It's especially the sugars. The sugars being the most important part. Because the sugars are the ones like when you start standing up and you start going, well, what the
1: fuck? That. What, what do you think about like salt water and sugar water? Like drinking a little, is that going to interrupt the ketogenesis? I don't know. I, I, I do it I know with, salt doesn't, but sugar might because that's calories. Might,
0: sugar might. I mean, maybe honey. You can do honey. Oh, honey fat. And that's
1: definitely calories. Though.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, there's different ways yeah. to do it. But the reason I did it was because one, willpower. I, I, I like to develop my willpower. I like, I like to go. No, I, I don't want it. I don't want to eat. And eating is one of the basic principles of human beings. Everyone feels hunger, and when you're able to tell your hunger, shut the fuck up. Like your body goes, oh, oh shit, and it starts going into their, its own survival mode, and it it kills a lot of useless cells or old cells. That's what I like about it. The fact, the, the research I've read, it does kill old cells. All old cells die. When you fast, not old, old cells, but a lot of old cells die when you fast, because your body's like, we can't afford you anymore. Um, You got to go. And once that happens, you shrink a little bit. And then once you start eating good, healthy food right after, boom, you start making new cells and you got new healthy cells in your body and increases your immune system and increases all these things. So willpower increases my immune system. And at the same time, you have so much time when you don't eat. (laughs) <laughs> you don't you don't realize this, but when you don't eat, you have a ton of time on your hands because food is not only the eating part; it's the thinking about it, it's the going to it, it's the preparing it, it's the doing all these other things. So you sit, you have tons of time when you don't eat, and it's 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 a, it's a nice feeling. I'm probably gonna do it more often, but yeah, man, 82 hours, and you know you know how I felt after. I felt hmm. fucking fine, like I literally. Dude, I was, the, the sugar was the worst part because I was starting to feel a little bit slower. You know, those monks that are walking in the, sh- no, I don't know if you ever seen them, but the monks that are walking in the street or just very slowly, just strolling through. Mm-hmm. I was becoming one of those. <laughs> That's what I felt like. Cause I was like, I don't have the energy to speedily just walk across everything. So I'm just going to, take my time and calm down and relax and conserve my energy. It, 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 it sets your body. It, it changes your body. It changes your mind. It changes a lot of things. So that's, that's kind of why I fast.
1: It's a cleanup of, it is. of all the dimensions it is. Of, of yourself. And did, did you get pushed back into your kind of um, your spiritual? Like, you know, did you kind of like have those yeah. higher thoughts, like looking over at your life and stuff?
0: I, I was able to, well what we learned at the one buddhist temple um stop observe act so i was able to stop my thoughts observe it from a third party perspective laugh at it for being so fucking weird and then just act the way that i wanted to be so i was it was much more easier because maybe cuz i didn't have food or anything or I, I really don't know why but it was much more easier for me to just Calm my mind down and and check my actions. And again, when I fast, I I don't smoke weed. I don't do other drugs. I don't do all these other things. I, I stop all, most of my bad habits. I think the only bad habit I still have is like video games. <laughs> and, but I like that. That's fun. That's that's a sort of meditation for me sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, like video games. Like if you play too much, it like takes away energy. But then if you play just just the right out it's yeah. it's like it energizes you more. Yeah, it does. It does.
0: If you, but if you play one more game, <laughs> <laughs> hey. I mean, we've all done that. Like, yeah, yeah that,
1: that, that uh, that's what happens. But dang, I want to do a fast too. I I, yeah. I I did a four four day fast before, and I've just felt like really sharply focused, and like you know, all my scatterbrain stuff just goes away, and I'm just but yeah, the after I. Shit. It's it's basically like a shroom trip almost. Yes,
0: it's it's a mini shroom trip, and it it increases in dosage as you go. The DMT in your body starts increasing as you go. Like the more the less you eat, the more drugs your body gives you to chill the fuck out. It's amazing,
1: actually. I fucking love it. It's, it's no wonder. Those I think months- it's it's not just that it's giving because our body is always trying to release that. It's just our brain. Our our um, uh, what is it called the that organ in the center of our brain Mm. um not the the amygdala it's like right next to the amygdala the gateway to the soul hippocampus pineal gland pineal gland yeah right what you forgot pineal gland (laughs) (laughs) yeah the pine cone shaped little thing yeah it's like covered by uh by fluoride dust and calcium so when we're fasting it gets shaken off we were right you know so now it's able to release all the all those hormones. Right. It's
0: great. I, I recommend anybody listening to, to fast. And if they want to try it, I think you should try one day first. <laughs> you shouldn't just be like, all right, I'm going to do three days. No, it takes about a certain level of commitment and preparation to do three days because temptation is a bitch. And your sense of smell gets so enhanced when you're fasting. Like every smell. I'm a vegetarian, right? But I was smelling um, meat being cooked. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it, it, <laughs> it, it literally activated my body. Like, I was just like, "God damn. So, yeah, if anybody's trying to fast, go for one day first. Or, or start with intermittent fasting. Don't just three-day fast for no, just unprepared. Nah, man, you're, you're, you might fucking hurt yourself. your body actually the only way you can
1: hurt yourself is by eating too much you know always break your fast with a small small meal but you can survive with the fast for like three weeks you can survive without food for three weeks for sure for sure for sure if i I mean unless you're wouldn't some people have like this starving mentality though yeah and i was reading in this fasting book that that mentality itself can be what what it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy Uh. You know, But if you just, like, if, if you believe that you can't fast and you're going to faint, uh, then you're going to faint. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. going to feel weak. That, but yeah. if you don't, if you go into it without having any sort of beliefs and you just and go into it moment by moment and just enjoy it and
0: not. Just try it and see what happens. Just be curious about it. I think curiosity runs the universe. <laughs> I don't think love runs the universe. I think curiosity just runs, you like, oh, what's that? <laughs> like that that's the main driving factor of life oh what's that <laughs> like uh so weird it's almost the
1: same energy yeah you know.
0: it is i agree i agree uh dude. how long have we been on bro uh, i don't know how to tell time here oh know,
1: man it's like almost a two-hour talk we're like a movie
0: nice <laughs> like a movie All right, man. So, um, yeah, it's a fucking, it's pretty heavy talk. We went through a lot of things. And I think um, the society you want to create and the society you think that's going to happen after, if if and anything, is similar to the society I want to create. But the way I'm thinking it is more, I, I, I don't know, I guess I should say more organized because I've been thinking about this for longer. Like, literally, this topic has been on my mind for years. How to restructure society. Like, if I were to study anything, I would want to study societal engineering.
1: This is exactly what I want to do.
0: I love it. I think it's a good idea. Societal engineering is a great idea.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what they're planning on doing with the... Well, that's what they're new doing, yeah. World, new World Order and stuff. But uh, at a local level, you know? Yes.
0: I think local levels are... The most important levels because they're the only ones that affect you directly and they're the only ones you can directly change. When has your vote ever changed in the election? Never. If you didn't vote, the result would probably have been the same. And I know that's, that's not what people think, but come on, we have an electoral college who decides who the fuck everything goes to. The only people you decide are your congressman, your assemblyman, your judge all these other positions or the other electable positions the local level is the only thing that actually matters in my opinion when it comes to politics yeah god dang yeah (sighs) that was a good talk we gotta do these more often bro
1: yeah for sure man Um, I think uh um, we could have like some memes and stuff too. Um,
0: yeah, we will start we're we'll start organizing. Is this this will start growing? Um, I probably won't edit this at all, <laughs> cause yeah, I'm not gonna fucking edit. So, yeah, just let me know. We'll, we'll 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 get this going, and we'll have these kinds of talks. We'll include other people. We'll have different subjects. And what I actually want to do from all this is to allow people to realize that. You can change the world, but not by yourself. It's not gonna happen. Unless you become a enlightened being that has Goku like powers and just can like morph things into existence. It's not gonna happen by yourself. If you can do that, let me know. Like we should talk. <laughs> Let's down. Let's do this. Let's still work together. Let's still work together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. There you go. So yeah, you, we, you can't change the world, but you're not going to change it by yourself. And I think once we start realizing that if we all put in the 0.0001%, eventually we can all get that 100%. Now, that's kind of where I'm at. This is kind of where I wanted this to go. The whole idea of creating this is for that reason. It's for people realizing that they're not powerless. They are beings of Infinite potential that has been whittled down and fucking boxed off, and that society can change. Society changes every day. It's just we have to push the change that we want, the, the change that is beneficial to all of us. And not everybody's going to agree. I mean, that's okay. That's freedom, right?
1: Yep. Any closing thoughts, bro? Uh, I just think that um, everyone should uh, you know secure themselves too Um, Mm -hmm. not just rely on the system but yeah we definitely need to work on a system
0: for sure and we'll leave it at that let's change yourself and then let's all work together to change the system
1: yep All right. more on that later next time
0: yeah more on that next time peace out peace out like right.